<laughs> um, yeah, definitely. That's the dream as it is for any author, of course. Yeah, it's just what bad. Hey lovelies, welcome back to the podcast and happy Sunday actually, not Friday. Today we are officially starting the mini-series Sessions with the Fevered Bookaholic aka Amber Isabel. This seems like something you guys are actually currently enjoying and we are so excited for all of this. These episodes will occur hopefully every other Sunday at 10am EST so always mark your calendars. Today we answered the questions you guys left on Amber's poll and let me tell you, we definitely covered a lot of things I didn't know about Amber before. Hope you guys enjoy it. For those who are new, hi, I'm Sam, the host of this podcast. Yeah, it's just Sweatpad. I hope you enjoy today's episode and maybe stick around for more, checking out some others in my catalog while clicking that follow button. For chances to speak with authors, updates, reviews, and a bunch more, check out my social media links. And now, without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hi, Amber. Hi, Sam. What's up? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Oh my goodness, it's been long. It's been forever since we've talked, like what, four <laughs> days or something? <laughs> right, I know, like it's been what, like so long. Oh my god, ages. <laughs> so I can't even remember back. what we talked about last time. <laughs> <laughs> but welcome back. I'm happy um, to be able to find time today to continue. Yeah, I'm so glad we did this it. on a whim. Yeah, so <laughs> let's get right into it. Um, mm-hmm. So somebody asked, so author Nikita they asked, do you have a future of officially publishing your books? And then she said, because they deserve to be. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. That's the dream as it is for any author, of course, right? Um, mm-hmm. Definitely. I do want to publish one day. I just haven't taken that step yet because, you know, like um, personally in my life, I'm just doing so many things with myself and writing I've sort of kept to the side just as a hobby to like keep me sane. And But I do take it seriously enough that, because I know that um, eventually in the future, I want to go to that publishing route. So as of now, I haven't really looked into it just because there's a, a few other things in my life that are priority right now. But mm-hmm. eventually one day for sure, for sure, I want to take that step in get my books on the shelves one day (laughs) speaking of so how do you balance being a full-time author and having a full-time job which you told me is being a kindergarten teacher yeah (laughs) um honestly I just I have to find the time well not find the time that's not accurate I would say I have to make the time I really do try to squeeze in writing whenever I can so on a normal day I will um, teach in the mornings and then as soon as it's my lunch break, I'll spend um, the entire one hour lunch break writing and then I'll Mm -hmm. do my afternoon classes and then I'll dedicate one hour after I finish to writing some more and then I'll go about the rest of the day and then maybe find time to write at night if I'm not feeling too tired or worn out. So really it's, it's, I, there are obviously other things I can do in the day aside from writing, but eventually. I, I do have to kind of give those up in order to make the time for writing because if yeah. I didn't then I wouldn't be writing at all so it's really just about prioritizing my writing and making sure it's part of my everyday routine so that it becomes habit more than anything because now it feels like if I'm not you know writing at least an hour or so in the day then my day doesn't feel complete so now it's mm-hmm. just part of my everyday life and I do it every day and I just get it done because that's life now <laughs> <laughs> Um, so the next person asked, um, underscore dot Jenny Furco, they asked, how long does it take you, um, to create a character and their personality? Right. So, um, 
usually when I think of um, a character I want to write, the inspiration will come to me on a whim and I'll jot it down in my notes or whatever. And then um, I like to really think about my characters. I really like to sit on it and think about the characters in my stories for a few months, I would say. I like to keep them in the back of my head and just spend time thinking about them and getting to know them before I even attempt to write them. You know, I'll think yeah. about, okay, how how is this character going to stand out from the rest of them? How am I going to make them different? What kind of um, personal traits or attitude or the way they talk, all of these things, how am I going to go about writing it? So mm -hmm. when I, before I even jump into a story or writing about a character, I have to know who they are before I can speak as their voice so I like to sit on it and spend you know a few months just thinking about them having them in the back of my mind and then as mm -hmm. the story goes on I write them and I get to know them better and then I'll always go back and rewrite chapters to fit their personality once I've gotten to know them better once I've written about them a little bit so mm -hmm. yeah I would say on average it takes me like a few months to think about a character and a story before I even attempt to bring them to life that's really good advice because mm -hmm. like I agree in a sense because um, especially you can't know your character as mm -hmm. soon as you like put yeah, them no, down no oh, this character is going to be mm -hmm. in the book, right? Because Absolutely. you don't know how they're going to react at certain situations until you put them in that specific mm -hmm. situation. Plus so, when you write yeah. it from their perspective and getting in their head, you really aren't going to mm -hmm. understand them until you've been writing as them for a while and you feel mm -hmm. like you know who they are and then you can write them the most accurate way as possible. So you really need to get in the headspace because if you just dive right in, chances are you're not going to make them very authentic. So you write, I mean, thinking is a huge part of writing that I feel like people underestimate. They think they just need to jump in and get the words down, but you really got to yeah. think about your characters and your book before you try it okay next question was from bar sure i can't say that <laughs> Sha shira so they asked like three questions but we're gonna answer two so mm -hmm. first off she um they asked how many chapters do you write in advance um i used to do just a few but i found now that having the entire book complete before I start updating is just a lifesaver in so many ways because <laughs> I don't, I, I swear to God, because I don't have to worry at the back of my mind, like, oh my goodness, I need to, I need to write a chapter because I have an update day coming, coming up and like, it just mm -hmm. really gets in the way. So now I write the whole book in advance. And once I have the book completed, then I start updating it on Wattpad and I make sure I stick to my three times a week schedule on the dot and that's why it's always consistent and I don't miss it, miss a day because I have the whole book ready yeah that's really cool I wish I could do that it's <laughs> way easier than just writing whenever Trust you me, can once once you do it there's no going back because the relief <laughs> of mind it gives you you're gonna want that more than anything so I will <laughs> it doesn't matter if I it takes like five six months for me to start putting up a new book I'm gonna finish it before I start giving it to you guys it's just a must in my book now <laughs> and they also ask can you do more challenges where you give out chapters to winners yeah yeah absolutely I mean I'm I definitely do that 
for every single book that I'm I think I started it for the first time with the unexpected path that was the first time mm-hmm. I did um that and ever since now it's like a for sure thing whenever I'm releasing a new story then for sure for sure I'm definitely gonna make sure um I host a contest contest to give out um chapters to winners I've, I feel like it's it's a really good I've always had a really good response to that and people have really enjoyed getting you know content beforehand so yeah definitely gonna keep it up I don't plan on stopping that anytime soon uh yeah I really I really like those challenges and giveaways yeah it's so so cool to see all the edits that everybody makes it's a great thing I don't see myself giving that up (laughs) (laughs) all right next question was m underscore nansha they asked how did you get the confidence to post on Wattpad well, initially, I wasn't really writing to get myself out there. I I mm-hmm. wrote with the intention of of staying low key, which is really ironic. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Most people they write and put their stuff out there, and they're like, "Oh, how am I gonna, you know, make it big? How am I gonna get my story out there? How are people gonna like get to know it and acknowledge it and you know blow it up or whatever?" But when I started writing it, that really was not my intention. I was just writing it for the sake of writing it. And at the most, I would have my friends read it, like personal friends that knew I was doing this anyway. And yeah. then it just, the the views and the reads, they just started coming in. So I was like, okay, this is not going according to plan because initially that wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't what I wanted at all. I didn't want to have my book out there like that. It was so weird to adjust to. But then, yeah. you know, a lot of the interaction was, you know, mainly positive. And I was so surprised to see how so many people enjoyed my story and were demanding, you know, a book two in the series and saying, where are you going to write more? Are we going to get to know about the rest of the boys, this and that? So I was like, yeah. oh, geez. Okay. So I think just the fact that people wanted more of my words, that alone just gave me enough confidence to keep going. And I thought, well, if if they wanted, when I didn't even want to put it out there, then maybe that means something. So, you know, why not just go for it? And then it just kind of all, it just happened. It just really did. It was never my intention for things to turn yeah. out this way, but it just happened like that. Um, Speaking of friends, Close Stories um, asked for your friends in real life, do they read and give their opinions on, their, on your novels? Yeah, yeah. So um, I do have um, a few close friends that know that I do this. Not all of them are readers, ironically <laughs> enough. <laughs> but my best but my best friend um she 100% um as soon as I finish a book the first thing I do is um give it to her I like to um also give it to my sister and I like to give it to um Vi as well my manager so mm-hmm. the close friends and family that know that I do this the first thing I do when I finish a book is I send it out to them and absolutely they give me their feedback I'll get like a spam of text messages you know telling me their thoughts (laughs) saying that they finished it and be like oh my goodness you wrote this and this and this is what I liked about it all of this stuff Mm -hmm. so yeah I would say I have a few close people in my life that um, I get to do this with which is probably my favorite part you know Uh as opposed to yeah it's my favorite part just giving it to the people that I know in my life and having them read it in advance and share their thoughts with me 100 Mm percent. that's my favorite part of the whole process I love that it's really (laughs) sweet to take the time and yeah for sure I'm lucky honestly a support (laughs) system makes or breaks it I I cannot not stress this enough and my support system I'm really really blessed so they make the whole challenge of you know what I'm doing and it can be difficult sometimes you know so but they make Mm -hmm. it so much easier next question was asked by x 
Y-O-O-J Faye. They asked hardest thing as a Wattpad author. Um, I guess I would say um, dealing with the negativity or toxicity sometimes that comes from the community. Like, you know, yeah. obviously for the main part, um, I have a lot of a, a lot of support. I have a lot of um, positive interactions with my story, but it's inevitable. The more you grow in your platform and the more you grow as an author, it's inevitable that you're going to attract um, a lot of negativity as well, you know? So yeah. I, I think the hardest part would probably be not taking it to heart and not letting it tear down your confidence when you don't, when you see, you know, responses that you don't like or when you see, um, you know, toxic readers and the things they say and just not taking it to heart and not letting you feel like you're, you can't be a writer anymore. You're not good enough as a writer anymore. Yeah. So I guess that would definitely be um, something that I'm still working on. I've gotten a lot better in the beginning when I used to see like negative interactions, I would legit never say anything, but I've since mm -hmm. learned that that doesn't benefit me in the least. So, yeah. um, so now I have a, I do have a habit of, you know, speaking out and calling people out if I think that they've gone too far and things like that I really don't care I'm at that point where I really don't care if you say something I don't like I will respond to you you know mm -hmm. in the same like you know you better expect the same energy you're giving out here absolutely right. so I'm definitely going to respond in the same manner so I've gotten a lot better at that I would say but um it's still something I'm working through obviously you know sometimes you can't help it you see a comment that's not necessarily nice and it makes you think oh shit like <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe maybe i'm not as good as i thought i was or maybe the scene wasn't as perfect oh, no, as it was in my head <laughs> i mean it's inevitable these are fleeting thoughts but for the most part i have like i said a wonderful support system and so many amazing readers that remind me constantly to remain confident so it's an ongoing yeah. thing i'm learning how to deal with that no, I support you fully on what you were saying about responding, because, like, if you don't say anything, they're never going to learn the effect of their actions. So mm -hmm. I really think telling them what they did wrong and why it was wrong is very mm -hmm. important, mm -hmm. because even if they fight back and say, oh, no, in their head, they're going to know, yeah, I was in the wrong. Right. Exactly. And I feel like, you know, sometimes readers, they get um, caught up with the the commenting aspect that I feel like it just mm -hmm. it's at the back of their mind that authors might be reading their comments so when right. they see authors interacting they're like oh shit like she actually said something back and I'm like what do you expect you know you're <laughs> on my story on my platform I'm gonna say something back if you piss me off like what do you expect mm -hmm. the next question um speaking of toxic she <laughs> said, uh, <they> said <laughs> was there ever a moment where you didn't want to put your work on webpad given how toxic it could get Oh my God, ongoing battle every day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's inevitable, like I said. And sometimes I make the, you know, what I've started doing actually is just not looking at my um, notifications or comments specifically. Like oh, I'll, wow. I'll click on the notice to get rid of them because I do get a lot in a day anyways. I really don't have time to sit and go through them. But like I used hmm. to go through every single comment and it would just drive me crazy because I felt like I was... I was just looking for validation in all of those comments and the slightest comment that wasn't anything near that would just like get to me so bad. So I just mm -hmm. don't really specifically look through comments anymore. But sometimes I can't help but stumble upon them, right? Like sometimes if I'm going through my own stories to look for ideas or inspiration, I'll come ac across a comment thread or a specific comment I'll see and I'll realize it's yeah. not so great. And then it just pisses me off all over again. And I'm like, oh my God, like, see, like, these are all the comments. This is exactly why I avoid looking at them. And mm -hmm. it just gets to me sometimes. So it's definitely an ongoing battle. But what I found that 
as long as I just don't go out of my way to look through every single comment and drive myself crazy, I can pull off, you know, wanting to leave the community. As long as I do that, then I just write for you guys and I try to stay on track for that <laughs> for that reason. At Mooney underscore Zahariva, they asked if you could do a collab with another author or a crossover book, which or who would it be? Oh my goodness. Interesting question. Um, <laughs> I think I would definitely be down to do uh, one with Hannah, my friend Hannah Cohen. Oh, the, yes. one who, yeah. <laughs> the one who's written um, Lucky Hit and Blissful Hook, Craving the Player, all of those. I love her writing style. It's pretty similar to mine. I'm not going to lie. The way she looks mm -hmm. at um, characters and the way she plays out her stories. I like when I read her stuff, it sometimes reminds me of my own. So I definitely think, and plus I love her as a person. Like she knows everything about me. I love her <laughs> as a person. She's amazing and we get along so well and we have kind of the same mindset when it comes to writing and characters and specific plots that we prefer, tropes that we prefer. So if ever yeah. I were to take that chance, I could definitely see myself killing it with Hannah one day. I definitely think so. I love that. <laughs> um, next question was from... Char Rain Hack. Um, do you think your work would be better suited for a movie or a TV series? But before you answer, personally, I think it would be better as a movie series, but you go on and answer that. Oh yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I mean I think it depends on the story you're talking about. Like, for example, I I, I could definitely see um Sweet Spot being a movie, like from start to finish, mm -hmm. you know, a classic rom-com movie. You know how those are, right? I can yeah. definitely see that. Um, the Fighter Sim series, um, I guess in a sense I could see it as a movie too. Like each each you know guy gets right. his own movie or whatever. Like kind of like how mm -hmm. each guy gets his own book. But at the same time, I think I could see it as a as a TV series as well. Like it it wouldn't be confined to like one movie per per um per guy per couple but more yeah. along like you see all of the couples like at different points at times yeah, in the series yeah. going through their own thing and it's just like a bunch of storylines interconnected to make one huge series I can I can see it as that too as a tv series I feel like I could see it that way for the FD I'd be really happy to see that one day especially because <laughs> of some of the, the just the differences in all the FD guys' lives because mm -hmm. every story is so freaking unique so seeing it on screen would be really really interesting oh that's that's crazy like I, my mind can't even comprehend <laughs> the possibility of that <laughs> okay so Taya Books asked a lot of questions so we're gonna circle <laughs> them so they asked firstly Marvel or DC please answer this correctly or else we're gonna have a problem <laughs> um a Marvel <laughs> oh, please we can stay friends then I just I I can't, I can't do DC. Oh my god, no, no, it's I'll be, god I'll awful. Be, <laughs> I'll be honest. So before my opinions were Marvel movies over DC movies and then mm -hmm. DC shows over Marvel shows. Mm -hmm. However, ever since this year with WandaVision, the Falcon, yes, and Loki exactly. and Loki I'm now sorry, yes. DC, no. but Marvel's no. coming up top again. Marvel's <laughs> making moves. They're not even giving you a choice. They're like, you have to stand us at this point. They're not giving you a choice. Yeah. I think I would never pick DC. I mean, I have a deep, deep love for Jason Momoa. I do, but it's never. I, I have to. I'm sorry, Marvel all the way. <laughs> As you should. All right. So they also asked an embarrassing moment in your life. 
God, what isn't an embarrassing moment in my life? <laughs> I am literally that person that's just accident prone and does oh, really no. stupid shit like all the time. Nothing comes to mind um, specifically, but I will mm-hmm. say for the record that whenever I do something embarrassing, it's almost always in public. So just oh, know no. that... I don't allow myself to think back to embarrassing moments because the secondhand <laughs> embarrassment is so suffocating that it kind of makes me want to die on the spot. <laughs> there have been no. so many instances, like just throwing it out there, for example, like once I was going to um, university and I was running through uh, to the bus stop and there was a patch of ice I did not see and I slipped on it and I literally oh fell on my, my back. God. and the bus stop was at a huge intersection and so there were a lot of cars that were coincidentally waiting at a red stoplight so every single <gasps> car saw me oh, literally no. fall and i had so many textbooks in my backpack because i was on my way to an exam and so i couldn't pick myself up with like all the winter uh canadian gear as well as the, <laughs> the oh my backpack gosh, relatable, so relatable. i couldn't and some guy who was really nice he tried to like come like you know help me out but i was like oh my god no please don't I was, like, so <laughs> embarrassing. I was like i'll do it myself and so i tried to get up and i think i fell two more times before i actually accomplished that so i really should have oh just god. let him help me and that's like not even the worst of it so i'm just saying whatever <laughs> i do it's always in public and i just try not to think about the fact that I have so many issues and I'm so accident prone and it's so embarrassing. It just makes me want to die sometimes. <laughs> Speaking of embarrassing moments, this didn't happen to me, but it did happen to my mom. I think mm-hmm. we were living in Montreal at the time. And basically she was going to pick us up um, from school mm-hmm. and she was walking. And, you know, in Montreal, when it snows and then it rains, the oh ice is so mm-hmm. The sleet, the sleet that you get. Oh, my God. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. And she was walking with regular shoes. And there was this, like, alleyway um, between, like, where we would go to school. Because the school was right behind our house. Mm -hmm. And she was Mm -hmm. walking through there. And then um, suddenly she lost her balance and she fell on her bum. A woman in front, <laughs> a woman who was crossing the street saw her and then started laughing so hard. Oh. But <laughs> the funny thing is, soon after that, she fell as well. And then my mom started laughing. <laughs> Wait, I kind of love that. Like, energy matched. <laughs> and my mom's like, yeah, how does it feel now? <laughs> oh, karma's a funny thing. <laughs> Right. <laughs> All right. So before I move on to another question, the last question from Tia um, is, let's see. Favorite genres excluding romance? Jeez, uh, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought she was going to mean, I thought she was going to say like, you know, sub genres in romance because I can't even remember the last time I read anything that wasn't romance. I guess I, I, I guess I do love a good um, occasional psychological thriller. So, for example, mm-hmm. um, the book Verity by Colleen Hoover. Oh, my God. So <laughs> freaking good. The mind fuck that it gave me. Like, I didn't. I was just left speechless for a day. Even now, I'm thinking about it, and I'm, like, kind of sweating low-key. Like, it's just, it was amazing, (laughs) amazing. It's such a great psychological thriller. Of course, there was romance in there. That's why I kept my interest. But so I guess that's, for that reason, I'll say, I guess I do love a good psychological thriller. I haven't read many, but the ones that I have, I enjoyed immensely. That's good. Um, another question asked was from Julie, Julicia Morris. She asked, have you ever been offered to be a part of the Pay Stories program? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you 
have? <laughs> I stay shooting them down. Oh no! What happened? I'm not even gonna lie. They get upset with me every time they email me. And I say no. Oh my gosh! Really? Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't be the first, to be honest. You would not be the first. I remember having Rubik's on the podcast, and mm-hmm. she told me that she denied their offer as well. Yeah, yeah. So they, when, they yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, they first reached out to me, I think, sometime last year about making um, Path to Redemption part of their paid series, mm-hmm. and I just, I mean, I was so you know overwhelmed by their um by their offer, and I thought, oh my goodness, like they actually want you know. FD1 to be part of their paid series but then I was yeah. like I was like no my readers are gonna have to pay for them and everything like that and yeah. I know so many people they depend on Wattpad to be able to read for free like that's that's the right. selling point right and I when I went into this like I said I never went into it for the recognition it just happened on its mm-hmm. own and so I, I never went in for this naturally for the money either so and and you know I by that time I was um starting up my um, job and whatnot so I was like it's okay like I'm doing well for myself I really don't need the money or anything and you know you guys yeah. you come on Wattpad to read for free and I don't want to take that away from you so I shot down their offer and then they emailed me again a couple months ago this time asking for FD1 and Sweet Spot to be part of the they wanted both to be part of the paid series and I told them no once oh. again and they were like they were like okay we understand but then again you're like a you know you're a Wattpad star so we do expect you know some kind of a business exchange so we get something out of this and I was like okay well I'll keep you updated on that but I do want to say no for now and they were like okay yeah I guess you understand so it's like I get so nervous every time I see I have an email for them because I'm like don't ask me again because I know I'm gonna say no to you so yeah I get offers and I say no all the time (laughs) well that's so sweet of you because if you didn't accept I wouldn't have been able to read it and I I cannot even imagine my life without reading your books but it's it's things like that when people say things like that to me I'm like see that's exactly why I say no I would choose like having you guys being able to read the series whenever and wherever you want as opposed to me getting you know paid over it I I really don't I really don't need the money and I I didn't Mm -hmm. do it for for the money in the first place so it's it's kind of a no-brainer to just say no to them about it (laughs) what I don't like about this situation is first off you never asked to be a Wattpad star to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they reached out to me. <laughs> and second off, I feel like they should give more opportunities to publish rather than have the stories. stories yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. I feel like it's better because at the same time, we'll still have it on the site, but we can get also the physical version. Yeah, So exactly. I feel like that's way better. No, but, I agree with you. you. Know, Stan you, stan you so much <laughs> for saying no, you don't understand how happy I am. I got you guys, I got you guys. <laughs> all right, so before I leave you, a message to all the fans that you want to give to them. Um, let's see, oh my goodness, and not to sound cheesy or anything, but I definitely would not be anywhere close to where I am without my readers. That's just a given, you know, because like I said, I, I didn't write for the recognition. It just kind of happened on its own. I just started getting reads on like just without even doing anything. It was never my intention, but I had all these people coming to me, reaching out and, you know, 
asking for more from me and I guess that alone like made me feel like okay so people want my words right and the fact that I get messages all the time saying oh I hope you never stop writing I hope you publish your books so I can have them on my bookshelf and they tell me so many things about how they've gone through some of the things I've written in my book or my books have helped them through dark times and just seeing that like literally blows me away because I never could have fathomed that I would have this kind of an impact on people and not only that but they would be willing to share it with me so generously and you know just being so vulnerable with me about the things they go through and then just supporting me on top of it all like it takes I feel like you guys do you know so much for me and I'll never ever stop being so grateful for that which is why I do everything I can to you know like keep writing keep giving you content and just trying to show my appreciation in every which way so I guess all I can say is thank you is not enough but oh my god thank you you guys have literally changed my life I cannot even remember what life was like before writing a notepad before making my entire life about writing and getting to do this every day it's like a dream come true like literally just waking up and getting to write because it's part of something I do every day I cannot even imagine this not being my life anymore so just thank you from the bottom of my heart for everything you guys do for me and supporting me and all that stuff and I literally would not be who I am and where I am in life without you guys and that's 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 a given. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode, Amber. Thank you again for finding this. Thank you so time much for having me. This was so much fun. I'm glad we got through the questions. Last time I was like, oh man, we didn't get through shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this was way easier, but I'm happy we were able to answer hopefully everybody's questions. Yeah. And yeah. if you guys want to see Amber again on the podcast, let us know because I yeah. bet she'd be awesome again with love with love (laughs) any kind of segment ideas if you want to have me on for like writing advice or anything that like i'm down to do whatever you'd like oh this was so much fun this was so much fun (laughs) all right so i'll let you go thank you guys bye ember bye thank you for having me see sam love you (laughs) love you too bye girl